medical marijuana recommendation like I did, do what I did. CanacanDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, Mike Can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacanDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacareDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical legal cannabis? CanacareDocs.com. Convenient. Nine Massachusetts locations. Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot, Seekonk. Also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York. It's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation. Get legal. CanacareDocs.com. Welcome. We're live. We're the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. Back after a week off, my name is Mike Crawford. I am the host of the Young Jerks. I'm kind of eager today. I was like, I don't really have anything going on. And then just kind of put together always a good show and so much to talk about today. May even uh, get into investing today. You know, saving money, how to make money. I was a financial advisor for a long time. Not not a long, long time, but at least 10 years, right? And uh, speaking of Calvin, who is one of the co-hosts of the show that comes after us, Activist Hour, he, he definitely was suggesting I should talk more about money and how to make money and uh, the power of saving. So we may talk about that today, since I have some time. Uh, we want to give a shout out right now just to New Jersey Weed Man. New Jersey hey. Weed Man, yeah. We beat in all the case down there in New Jersey. Pretty amazing. Uh, congrats to New Jersey Weedman. Uh, also, it's it's funny too. I'm looking at the camera. I'm distracted by myself. Tom, you couldn't pick pick a camera that like covered me up more on the on like the angle. Like seriously, <laughs> it's even bothering me at this point. Like, and I don't like to be on camera, but. It's just kind of yeah, silly. Yeah. People are gonna think that I really have a camera phobia at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do, but you know, it's getting ridiculous. Gotta show my face. Six one seven nine zero three seven four six four. I'm looking at the Facebook live feed while we're live. Uh, again, my name is Mike Crawford. We've got a lot to talk about, uh, but again, we're happy about uh, New Jersey weed man Ed Fushion was found not guilty. Again, he's beaten so many charges there in New Jersey. Congrats to him. Uh, Also, uh, we may be taking a call today about Boston Calling, the uh, big music festival that's happening today from a WEMF uh, radio uh, correspondent from the scene who's interviewed a lot of the uh, artists and uh, performers there. Uh, So we may be doing that today, uh, but we also have some guests here. One you already heard, definitely. Tough to keep her down. Before we even go in, she was tapping. She was... Oh, look, look. There we go. We got some more noise. Donna Hackett, medical uh, cannabis mom. Love you, Donna. Welcome to the show. Thanks. It's been a while. It has. Yeah. Well, how you been doing? Good. Uh, I went into hibernation uh, when I quit smoking um, so that, you know, more of the population could survive. <laughs> what do you mean? Quit smoking. I didn't want to be around. Oh, quit smoking cigarettes. Oh, yeah. I I thought you were talking about cannabis for a second. Quit smoking cigarettes. What's going on here? Three months ago, and um, yeah, I got really sick uh, with pneumonia, and that was it for me. Ah. 
been smoking since uh, you know 1976. And so I just, when you got sick with pneumonia, you haven't turned back on the. No, I, I, I pulled into the once. parking lot of the hospital and I played whatever rock song I, I could associate with as loud as I could and and barely inhaled my last cigarette. And I knew right then and there that it was my last cigarette. Mm. No looking back. I, I hung out front with you and you smoked one. I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah. Not I was almost back ready to give one. you one like old nope. times. And then I realized nope. that you have stuck by it. You're not smoking yep. anymore. Yeah. Cannabis thing. helps a lot with that because, and people, oh, God, please don't tell me CBTs. I'm so sick of people telling me CBTs. I am the THC queen. Right. I am the hash queen. Don't try to ply me with CBTs. I right. don't, they don't really do that for me. And um, I have, Quit smoking totally with the aid of THC, just like I do for all my other right. ailments like fibro and, you know, Lyme and... Wow. There you go. I, I'm the same way. I want the whole plant. Not yeah, just, uh, yeah. Components. Give it to me all in different layers. Like, you know, I want the BHO and I want... You know, old-fashioned hash. I like ISO hash, tinctures, hardcore tincture, honey tincture... I'm, I think the best way to really medicate is by having a full balance of cannabinoids from different infusements, um, different ways of ingesting it. Because it's like baking a cake. You know, you have these layers that complete in the end to a much healthier um, existence with whatever you're, you're back, you know. I mean, mm. when, do, aren't you better the nights that maybe you also add a coconut oil edible or something <laughs> into the mix? Right. You know, you wake up the next day and you're like, huh, you know, I'm doing a lot better today. It's because you had a, a deeper layer of medication with your your cannabis. We're talking to Donna Hackett. She's a medical marijuana, medical cannabis patient, uh, lives in Rhode Island. Her son was growing her cannabis. Uh, when when was this that you got raided by the police? Ten years this uh, June. And you, you were a cancer survivor. You were yep, fighting cancer. I was in you the middle of battling uh, breast cancer. I was on my third chemotherapy. I was bald. Oh. And I had the paperwork for the uh, medical marijuana in my pocketbook, but I couldn't find a Rhode Island doctor to sign my card because I went to Beth Israel, and all my doctors were Boston. So uh, I literally was raided and... You know, house trash, the whole nine yards, you know, threatened to shoot my dog. <laughs> yeah, the whole bit. And oh it was really, really a traumatic experience for my entire family. And that's when I became an active advocate. I was like, oh, hell no. Because I have a big mouth. Everybody who knows me knows me. I got a big mouth. That's like, you don't hack it? Big mouth. Okay. So it, it's, it was time to use it, you know, and mm -hmm. uh, really speak out for the... It, I, I, I graduated in 82. I never, ever thought that pot would still be so treated so barbarically right. <laughs> this many years later, you know. I mean, my kids and I do it as a family because it's generational. They love weed just as much as I do. They've seen it cure their mom. Both of my children have Lyme disease because we lived in the country, so they know the benefits of it on your joints. And, you know, we pretty much have over the years... Um, switched from all pharmaceuticals to pretty much treating almost everything homeopathically with um, cannabis, you know. I mean, there's not much you can't treat with it, from skin irritations to muscle problems right. to digestive problems, olive oil infusements. Um, I mean, they're so underrated. They, they can do so much for your digestive tract and, you know, uh, bowels, and it's just amazing um, the endless things that it can do.
And there's a lot of hype right now. I'm going to have to touch on this while I have some air. <laughs> there is way too much hype on CBDs. I was one of the first people in Rhode Island that grew it. My son, nobody wanted to touch a CBD, and he grew ACDC for a child with epilepsy. And let me tell you something. That plant was very helpful, but she still had to, people need THC. And in, in, even with seizure disorders, they need THC. And uh, it, there is way too much hype on uh, CBDs that are just plain hemp. Right. Uh, you know. Uh, offs. Yeah. They're, they're not really meant. They, they're, they're digestive uh, additives. Um, you know, what's the word I'm looking Sometimes for? Sometimes it's right? chi- China supplements. Hemp. They're supplements, really. And they right. really like are a not vitamin. curing cancer. Like a vitamin. Stop saying it's curing cancer. Right. You know? And you don't always know what's in that. No. Like that. No, you don't. And it's not. I live with chronic pain. I've had pain like your bones feel like you're, they're exploding and you just don't know if you can Amen. make another day. Yeah, I, I I can assure you that CBDs are not knocking that pain down to nothing. No, it didn't. For somebody to tell pain. someone that they can totally quit an opioid addiction or a heroin addiction with just CBDs, I find that I want to I want to interview that person. I'm Donna Hackett on Facebook. Get in touch with me because I want some sort of proof of that. Because I've lived through the most heinous pain you can imagine, and I just could not imagine doing it without the THC. Right, there's right. just no way. What do you think about the state of cannabis for patients right now in Rhode Island and Massachusetts? I honestly am ashamed at the amount of education that patients get. Um, last year, I went back to work with Canicare, and um, I was a patient specialist, and I would interview patients and do their BP before things. And with my vast experience, um, a lot of the patients had said it was the first time they had ever heard that much information from anybody in the medical, and they had been going to the dispensary for like a year. And I really found it incompetent because, you know, they put so much money and so much research into how a dispensary is built, shaped, or like, you know, is it uh, appealing or whatever. But a lot of patients are not really any better after a year going there, and they're still walking up to the counter saying, please give me my sativa. They have no better knowledge of how to navigate the cannabis, you know, the, the cannabinoids at their disposal to benefit their specific conditions. So they, their target of, say, maybe getting better with their MS or Parkinson's or um, bone pain or anything, they might not have reached those goals because they're just going in and getting the same thing every right. week because they feel comfortable with that and they're not really getting any education. So I think that's sad because I think that we're in New England, we're known for our excellence in healthcare, and I think exactly. that we owe it to the patients to... Mm give them a lot more answers. A 90-year-old who has no knowledge of cannabis shouldn't be overwhelmed with terpenes and a, you know, an advanced degree in cannabis, they, but they should know how to navigate it and to use it the best way for them. If they can't smoke, using an oil or a tincture. If they can't have alcohol, using a honey. They, they need to have a lot more uh, knowledge to really benefit. Right. We're speaking to Donna Hackett with the Young Jerks. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. talking about medical cannabis, about education. Uh, still some issues there, you can see. Mm. Uh, we also have another uh, guest here. Uh, she's a uh, uh, resident of Peabody, Massachusetts, where we're interested in uh, what's going on with their cannabis ban. Brian Riccio and myself have gone down and testified. Uh, we're friends with City Councilor Joel Saslaw, who's trying to fight the mayor. Of Peabody, who wants to have a, a ban of recreational cannabis shops in Peabody, and uh, you know, <clears throat> there's a little group that's been set up uh, of you know some folks that, from Peabody who want to 
uh, opposed the ban. Uh, Joe Gilmore has a group uh, that I'm in, and uh, I saw a, 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 I guess a post there uh, from the guest that we have here, Rita Marie. I don't even know how do you say your last name. How do I say your last it's name? It's Cavicchio, like Cavicchio. Pinocchio. Yeah, that's easy. Cavicchio. Rita Marie Cavicchio. Mm-hmm. It flows. Yeah, Thank it does. You. Very nice. Thanks. And uh, you're a PVD resident, and you wrote um, a letter, and you po- you had a public post, too, about this. Can I did. you tell us about this, what you wrote to the mayor and, and, and where you're standing? Um, well, for me, I wish I had the information that Donna had 10 years ago. Um, I am... I suffer from all kinds of medical problems, mental health issues. I um, uh, I have Asperger's. My son is autistic. And I'm just as disappointed that I went to my doctors asking them, what can I do for this pain? And instead, they just gave me medications. And I got to a point after taking them for 20, 30 years, that I, I said, these are not meeting my needs, and I need to find something else that's going to get me over to that place where I can live, you know, the best right. life that I can. And um, none of my doctors, and I went to four, four different doctors, and none of them had any information about cannabis, um, cannabis at all. In fact, when I did the research on my own, I went back to these doctors and I told them, you know, um, this is what you have to do to get a medical marijuana license. Doctors, these are people with, you know, they've been practicing and they had not one clue, not one clue. And so for me, the information that I have received is, it's tiny compared to what you have. But, um, but it's so enlightening. I mean, this changed my life in a dramatic way. And I cannot believe being a resident of Peabody for now it's like almost four decades that um, there's so much inaccurate information, misinformation, just um, and and so many feelings about about this when there are people like me, there are people like you that have had major life changes based on on uh, t- taking cannabis. Now, there I don't. Are some people we will never change their mind. Yeah, ever. It's true. You know, it's like inbreeding them, especially the older ones, which are, um, you know. But you'd be surprised. I know some really, some really, you know, open-minded older people, and they want to know. I had a meeting with a friend of mine, and a seventy-two-year-old man that wanted to pick my brain. Now I am a baby in this whole thing. I mean, I really am just baby stepping it. And he's picking my brain for information because none of his doctors knew. Mm. And so, I mean, it's it's sort of like I'm a baby spoon feeding other babies. And um, I'm so just amazed. So we have a very big uh, internet um, community. So if you want, you have a community, you feel a need is there you can reach out to any one of us advocates i speak for free i would come to your community center oh share my story my success i mean i'm 10 years i mean i'm doing this now one-on-one you know i went to a party graduation party last week and saw a friend i hadn't seen in i don't know a few years and she said uh, she said you're you're different what's different about you you know and you're more outgoing you're you're interested in other people. I mean, and, and uh, for me, it just I, that was my baseline, was sort of this mild 
form of depression and agoraphobia, not wanting to leave the house, not wanting to be a part of the community. And so now, I mean, I take so little, and I, I'm really considering what you're saying about levels or layers, because I'm really still at that stage where I'm trying to figure out what's the best thing for me. A lot of people, uh, especially people with anxiety, I don't myself suffer too much with it. Um, I, I do, uh, in the aspect of being a sick person itself, being disabled, right. gives you anxiety, and so did PTSD from my raid. But uh, I don't so-called, like, need something. I'm a very strong person. Like, getting Obviously, through a day yeah. is very easy. Like, But you're, the, you're like, the model that I want to be. But I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm, I'm open to, to saying, you know, I'm Well, one of the key I'm things that I don't know any cannabis of this health is deep sleep. Okay, right. so without getting that deep sleep, you can still be running in a cage, spiraling, okay? Really? Just putting a Band-Aid on a boo-boo that, you know, is an ever-open sore. You need to get the deep sleep. Right. And um, a coconut oil with a little bit of uh, microdosing of RSO on it and getting onto a schedule and of it. And see, when you, you use all these, like, RSO, I Rick only Simpson know Rick oil. Simpson oil, yeah. but I have no idea what it is. So, I have no idea that, what it is. that, getting yourself on a schedule where you try to take it at the same time at night and actually start to commit to sleep. Um, you'll find that within a certain period of time, it's no longer usually than, you know, two weeks, 15 days, you start experiencing five to you know like seven hours of deep sleep. Really, and by doing that, you're starting your day the next day with all of your electrical energy and everything right. at not so at short fuse. You're not taking the stresses of the day before mm -hmm. and bottling them up and then starting the day attached to them. Okay, right. Right. and it's really crucial to do that, and that in itself lowers your nerves, calms you, oh yeah, makes you more in control of the day. Then when you start it out, and you can microdose that too, very small hits of hash oil in the morning, boom, you're ready, you're rocking, yeah. you know, you're feeling good. I mean, we are um, kind of like droned to think that we're not allowed to feel good. Right. It's okay exactly. to feel good. It really I is. It. It's okay yeah. to feel good. I, I conquer my pain, and I feel really good. There's skip. You know, I'm happy. That's great. And, 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 and people, once they find out they can do that without pills, I mean, that's kind of what gave me the strength to quit smoking. I was like, dude, I realized I haven't taken a pain pill in five years. Five years, nothing. I have Amazing. fibromyalgia. I have me neuropathy. Too. My feet hurt so me bad too. taking steps. Oh and I have not taken a pill in five years, and I was like, dude, I can quit smoking. Duh. Right. If you like, can do I that. Kick smoking's I kick smoking ass if I, I really want I, I barely ever take pills, and I have a much harder time quitting smoking. I don't know about you. Mm. But, anyways, uh, <laughs> but the, we want to get back to uh, before Donna had to get into her education piece here, which is fine, but we want to get back to Peabody because this is what we were talking about today. You, you wrote a letter to the mayor of Peabody. I did. Uh, what, what did you write to him, and what was his response? Um, well, Bettencourt. what's his name? Ted his Bettencourt? name is, um, yeah, Ted. He's Edward, Edward Bettencourt, okay. and um, he's rather young, I think. I think he's in his 40s, and he's been the mayor, I think, for three or four terms, or he just got reelected for his fourth term. And um, actually, my sister <laughs> went to school with him, so I think he's, you know, maybe just a little bit around that age that you know my age kind of thing so I mean for me I, 
people are afraid a little bit of speaking to mayors and people like Seth Moulton had come by a couple weeks ago. I, I have no fear of talking with people, well, especially that, when it comes to important. this. Yeah. You know, Peabody too. Like Peabody is kind of an interesting a, place. It where is people an are actually, a, a lot of folks that were on a side at that hearing said to me that they are afraid to, to come out in public. They are afraid. There is something there. There's Peabody politics there. Um, I guess the only way that I could describe it is a, it's kind of an old boys club or a little bit of a, you know, you have to be a native. Uh, I'm not a native, but I lived there most of my life. And um, it, it's a different, it's it's a network that you, it's hard to break into. And um so for me, I, I, you know, I have no, I have no fear of, of speaking or talking to officials Don't because you think for me, they're going to regret it. I mean, as soon as the well, all these he's going to re- start making he's going to regret yeah. that um, he didn't listen to people like Joel and City you Council. know, and and people um, like citizens like me who've been here. I've seen, you know, I say here, he's not but budging, huh? The mayor's not going to budge. No, not at all. His response was basically, "I have the courage of my convictions," you know, and I was just like, I appealed to him not from an emotional point, but from a point of view of as a businessman. You know, we have a water problem in Peabody. It's a big problem. We have always had a problem with education. My son um, has been part of the special education program since he started school at three years of age on his birthday. Um, He's been in the system for a very long time. But when he started to grow and hit that prepubescence and started acting out, they had no idea what to do with him. And he had to involve um, the community service, which is part of um, Meta with mass health to come in and negotiate with the school district because they they felt by segregating kids out in their special needs program that that was solving the problem and it wasn't my son felt like a quote loser he felt um singled out and there was bullying and all kinds of stuff and and every time i go back to the school and say this has to stop you know i, I know it's happening and they were like we we love him we but he was he was a different kid um until i met the spe- the new special ed director and she said to me let's get him into a special school and it wasn't until then that he just started opening up and blossoming. He's autistic, so, you know, and he's got ADHD, too. But he's unmedicated um, on purpose. But, uh, you know, it, it just, it was so hard to break through that. That it, I don't know how to explain it. It's like the, get, the glass ceiling, but it, they're walls. You know, you just can't get through. Somehow you're not legitimate enough as a citizen or something what about the other uh like a ward counselor have you reached out to them um well we have an award counselor um i have never met him and again i've lived in my current place for 20 years um and he's well known but he's never stopped by my my house but yeah there was a woman um who went up against him last year and she she was so brave and um she lost but you know, she visited my house three or four times and everybody else in the ward. I mean, she really wanted that job and we made a mistake in not in not voting for her. And that's what I think is the problem is that you get these people, people are that are in there. Yeah. yeah, and there are good candidates and the incumbents always win. Um, we have a phone call. I think it's uh, our correspondent over at Boston Calling. We're going to uh, transition to that, I, I believe. Who's on the phone? Hey guys, it's Chris Timoney. How we doing? Good. How you doing, Chris? 
Good, good, good. Uh, so, <laughs> little uh, uh, different segue from apparently what you guys were just talking about. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, here at Boston Calling Day Two, um, there actually is a lot of. Uh, I'll get to it in a second. There is a sounds like your conversation was uh, political uh, before I got on. There's a lot of that going on here at Boston Calling, uh, which I'll get to in a second. But yes. Yeah, uh, day two, good day. Uh, tons of people here. Uh, people were here early, just like yesterday. Um, it's cool day. The wind's going in, uh, blown in. So it's terms of drought, people are definitely digging that. Uh, it was a little steamy here uh, for most of the afternoon. Hopefully the rain holds off. But, uh, yeah, everything's uh, uh, smooth sailing as far as festivals can go uh, here at Boston Calling. I heard Eminem didn't. Is it true he didn't perform? He's on tomorrow night. He oh, he is. closes the whole weekend tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah it was a rumor he canceled. I, I think I got Facebook pranked. <laughs> oh, you may have been. I haven't, I haven't heard that. Fake uh, news, I haven't Mike. really been checking You never know, M&M, though. Uh, I, I know insiders. News updates so. the last 24 hours, so maybe that's possible, but I certainly haven't heard it. Uh, speaking of, uh, Paul, what were the politics there? Did you see the Mayor Walsh there, number one? No, no, no. I haven't seen any uh, uh, government, government figures, but... Uh, in the arena, uh, which is in the uh, ice hockey arena here on the grounds, um, uh, it's where uh, Natalie Portman, she's been doing kind of a film, uh, kind of a really kind of random, not random, a really uh, eclectic, let's say, film festival going on. But uh, I popped in there earlier, uh, A, to uh, grab a little AC, and but also to pique my curiosity to see the live uh, taping of Pod Saves America. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they were in their full board talk when I had walked in. Uh, and the place was packed. Um, and the crowd was definitely into it, responsive. Uh, a lot of, at, at uh, that juncture for about 20 minutes when I was in, they were talking uh, a lot of talk about immigration um, and how, you know, what's, you know, it was very uh, certainly an anti-Trump, anti-Republicans in Congress, um, anti-powers that be uh, type, uh, type of crowd and type of arena. So if that was, if, and, like I said, the arena itself was packed, and it wasn't just people like, oh, i got to jump in here and do whatever to see the AC. These people were involved, engaged, responsive. Uh, so there's certainly that element. I know Headcount has parted with uh, Pod Saves America. They've uh, been their uh, organization, nonprofit organization, that gets folks registered. And they're really uh, uh, keying in here, obviously, a lot of uh, uh, millennials, possibly folks who are not registered to vote at all, or folks who have just moved to the state of Massachusetts. And also, you know, you got a lot of, uh, you know, high school under 18 um, folks here uh, for the festival. They're really trying to make, you know, get that uh, register to vote, uh, register, 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 pre-register. A lot of states, uh, a lot of organizations are, there's some element of pre-registration or don't exactly know how those work, but, you know, it's when you're like 16 and 17, Possibly uh, by some type of uh, constant like email reminders. Hey, next year you're going to be 18. You can vote. Whatever. Blah blah blah. But uh, yeah, so they are definitely here in force. Uh, a lot of that going on in the arena uh, as well. And, and again, people seem uh, obviously the crowds are into it, and they're really uh, giving them uh, a good show. Do you th- did you smell any pot in the audience? <laughs> yes, <laughs> a faint bit. No, it's funny. So yesterday I was here. I didn't really get that aroma. I, you know, when I walked in, um, you know, a lot of they were telling people, uh, no, you can't bring that vape in. You can't bring that in, that in, you know. So they were, they were certainly not letting it in, um, uh, it seemed like. So yesterday I didn't really, uh, not much of it. Today when I got here, I remember I got here uh, 
maybe about uh, 45 minutes before Belly took the stage, right around 3 o'clock. I was uh, walking up towards the uh, – in between the uh, green stage and the red stage here, tons of people, and it was just a – it was just a waff of uh, a waff of smoke, and you know, hey, look, we're in a state that where it's uh, legalized now. So, I mean, uh, you know, I, I don't, I didn't get a sense of security, nor the uh, police here were where that was like a truly main concern. Obviously, if you're being like some blatant idiot, uh, like actually there was some uh, uh, foursome in front of us. Uh, I was watching uh, one of the band, I was watching Belly. Uh, you know, and in, in the red stage, and I did see. I was like, "Wow, these guys are just blatantly smoking this joint." And eventually, a security person came over. All they did was say, "Hey, can you put that out?" They put it out, and that was it. So, uh, wisely, so security more concerned about uh, you know uh, uh, making sure everyone's uh, safe, hydrated, as it has been hot the last two days, although cooling off now. And uh, you know, just make sure everyone's really having a good time. And that's really the vibe here, man. Everyone's. Uh, I got to give uh, a lot of props to the folks who have, uh, you know, pulling this off. Uh, a lot of kids here, a lot of, uh, you know, folks that brought their kids to see, you know, music during the day. It's the age range is wide varied. Um, and it looks like everyone's really just having a good time. Plenty of space, too. Even though there's a ton of people here, because of the grounds and the way they've got this set up, plenty of space for people to, you know, grab a seat or even like take a nap on you know uh, on each other as uh, a lot of times it has i've seen that so yeah it's uh you know just kind of all around good vibe and luckily the cops are not uh ruining it for uh, everybody as uh it has been known to be in some of the concerts and festivals i've certainly been to that's why i always ask uh well one last a uh, couple last questions uh am i gonna have sure. traffic on the way home from the station here in brighton and number two uh where can people find get more of your footage and material on EMF radio on, on what you, what you covered this weekend at the, uh, well, as far as what's being covered is also, uh, Tiffany is here also taking photographs of the, of the, uh, last two days. She's on the ground taking some great photos. So uh, it'll all be up on uh, WMF, WMF uh, radio.com, uh, in the, uh, coming days for sure. But as far as traffic, I mean, that's the one thing they really, really, really stress to people do not drive here, like take public transportation, you know, there's no. Last year, there was a, um, there was like a, I, I believe there was like a taxi stand or Lyft stand or Uber stand. They don't even have that. They're, it's not even uh, one of those situations. Oh, I'll, I'll just hop, we'll hop a Lyft over. They don't want any cars coming over here because you know it's right off of Stir. It's not the most convenient place to be holding up traffic. Um, so yeah, a lot of people just walk in the bridge over, you know, down JFK Street from uh, Harvard Square, which is from the Harvard Square T stop, which is what the organizers this year really wanted almost just about everybody to do. And it seems like just about everybody is following suit. Perfect. Thank you for calling, uh, Chris, again, Chris uh, from uh, the Boston Colin Festival. There we go, man. Have a good one, guys. You too. Chris Tim uh, Timini. Is that right? Timini. He's a correspondent. We have them now. Oh, wow. We were making an investment. A field reporter. Yeah. That was pretty cool. <laughs> so I like how he tailored it to our show for the politics, too. Uh, we're the Young Jerks. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m., 617-903-7464. We got a full studio. Also came in is uh, Bang Yoga. It's uh, Jacqueline Ortega. Did I say it right this time? Hello. Mm. Uh, yeah, you did. Jacqueline Ortega. That is correct. Um, bang or bang. Oh, bang, bang. Is it bang? It's bang. Is it bang? I call it bang. That's funny. <laughs> you like you can call it whatever you want, Mike. <laughs> bong, bong yoga. You say it right, Mike. 
It's okay. I said it wrong. It's okay. <laughs> Thanks for having I'm me. Hello, Thank you for being here. <laughs> yeah. See, I knew I got something wrong on that. <laughs> got your name right this you got time. The name right. Yes. Last time I was. I yeah. It was like Ortiz. Yep. Yep. You don't forget. You you remember. <laughs> I, I don't forget. David Ortiz, Jacqueline Ortega. <laughs> All right, we're the Young Jerks. No, you're, you're, uh, do you have any upcoming uh, yoga events coming up? Uh, actually, yes, I'm excited. I thought I lost my notes while coming in here. But, um, uh, you know, if you are looking to book a class, definitely go to the website, Bang Yoga Boston, at bangyogaboston.simplybookme, um, and you'll find a schedule of events for the month. But there's going to be an upcoming um, Irie Bliss Wellness Grand Opening, June 1st. I'm sponsoring it. Yeah, I'm friends and with her. She's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've known her for way back. So she's Irie Bliss, say that, Irie Bliss. Yeah, Irie Bliss, Irie Bliss Wellness. Wrong, <laughs> I should know. I went to Jamaica, man. Say it again for me. Irie, Irie Bliss, Bliss. Wellness. Wellness. After all those freedom rallies, you think I'd know how to say it. Yeah, so she's Ivory. opening up a wellness center in Rockland. She's going to have, um, basically, it's going to be a community engagement, giveaways, music, food. I'll be there showing my support. Um, and we're also in talks of collaborating again. Uh, we did a 420 uh, wellness retreat last year. So we're talking about doing that again this year mm -hmm. at the end of the summer. Um, so obviously, yoga. Um, infused meals, massages, um, and it's going to be a curated list. So if you want to find out more about that, please send us an email. Oh my God, I wish I, I I'm like, <laughs> can, can you guys come to the North Shore? Yeah. You know me, I have no time. But I, if it was in yeah. Salem, Massachusetts, um, I would be there. Well, yeah. So the her grand opening <sighs> is in Rockland, but the retreat so sure. will be in Maine. In Maine, yeah, yeah. it's still too far for me. I have is dogs. I have to be. A, I know I got dogs. I'm you caring for, for people. Day. I need like Bring you know. I have our windows. I don't have six hour windows. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely make this show round trip. It's brutal. I'm gonna be running home to take out uh, two pairs of dogs, two different houses. I'm working all the time, like you are. You're hustling. I'm a hustler. Um, but someday I'll be able to leave Salem Marblehead. But uh, <laughs> so uh, th this is amazing. But you also were on the cover of a new magazine that just oh, came out, yeah. Sensi Boston, right? That's I saw right. that. This month I issue. just saw cover that, story. Yeah. You're the, yes. like the first issue of Sensi Boston. I'm excited about it. I feel really honored. They they dubbed me uh, the cannabis yoga queen of Roxbury. So <laughs> which is pretty damn <laughs> cool. Hometown, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, it's exciting. They did a really nice feature. Um, there's a, just a couple little corrections there. They did um, misquote, so they're gonna put the corrections in the next magazine. But basically. Uh, Thirty-minute sessions are not available. We do hour sessions or hour fifteen minutes. Two Ooh, hour sessions. I know how that blowback. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. But um, yeah, they're not available. Um, so you could book um any other session that you'd like. And I would say the best type of session to book for beginners, uh, yoga. Two-hour session. Right. Now, did you do a demo last year at the Freedom Rally? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, we, I was there. Like, my kids and I were hanging out on the awesome. field. Awesome. Right. Yeah, we want to do that I again. Spoke, yeah. right. And also, obviously, Donna Hackett's still here. Donna. Yeah. Have I made you mad yet? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> and we're like brother sister. We're like. No, we I told love, you. I double candied before I came. Yeah, you. You, can't you, rock you, my you were like Mike. Today. You're not going to get me today. I'm, you can't. Yeah. No. I'm you the can't same way. My battleship, Mikey. That's the way I am today. I'm the same way. I went to. Dispensary before I came here, and I'm just loving life, like in every respect. Like, just funny. Uh, so we have a guest here as well. 
another guest. We have a bunch of guests, but uh, we were talking about Peabody. I want to get back to that. So you got a uh, a letter back from I did the mayor yep. of Peabody, and he basically said he's going to he's fighting to make sure there's a ban in Peabody of recreation. He feels that um, marijuana and just about any form is dangerous to his community, and um, that the children are going to get their hands on it, and as if you know, high school kids didn't anyways. already have Either it access already to that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's in Salem. Uh, I mean, there's a dispensary right now that I've gone to. That's right, right on the Salem Peabody border. It's as close to Peabody as you can come. You can get there. A kid walking from Peabody yep. can walk there, and there's no issues. And if there are None. issues, right. uh, they're not just regulated to Salem where it is. It goes to Peabody. It's like it's so stupid that answer. It's like it's I, just it's, dumb. It is dumb. I just, just want to really know where they. There are public officials, and we rely on them. Um, you know, like we rely on them to give us pertinent data. Like if there was something in our water or um, a brush fire, yeah, it makes that makes you wonder about other field. issues, right? But we're supposed to trust you when you're going to blatantly sit there and give belligerently wrong information right. to the right. general public just to, you know, um, further a, a some twisted agenda. I mean, like. There's more data than he could possibly ever read right. that contradicts everything he says. Exactly. And he has a responsibility as a public official to give the right information. Right. And he is just spreading all the wrong information. And unfortunately, just about the entire council uh, is the same way. They're all either very emotionally, you know, ag against it because they knew somebody or knew somebody who used it as a gateway drug and you know and and um, it, decisions are made before they even have open meetings um, you know just this week made a decision about cutting paras in the school and uh, being a mom of a kid in special ed that's a huge decision that they're do, you know they're they're making paras are like nurses are to doctors and to cut them out and really no give no a million people spoke and yet they made the decision you know not we're going to go back to this and look at it nope this is their decision now the recreational cannabis in Peabody mm. we've been at the city hall a couple times now and it looks like uh, it has enough votes with the city council enough support where the ban will stick yeah. Uh, unless something changes, and it's not a, a lot of votes, it just needs like uh, two two councils. two ward councils need to change their votes. Right. Um, do you think that's going to happen? I mean, I, I know a lot of people don't think that's going to happen. I don't think the it's going to happen. The two votes aren't going to happen. It's a shame. But there's enough. We need people, the money. I mean, are, are the people actually contacting their city councilors? Do you think? Um, do, you, do you think? I think there there's a guy online that has that runs a couple of uh, Facebook groups that is starting to really kind of get, um, you know, that organic following and he's he's broken it up into wards now that's very which helpful. i think yeah that's going to target things and it's a place for for people to educate others in the community and so um i think that that's a great strategy because you can kind of come at it from smaller groups and and talking directly to your counselors in my council my ward i'm not sure that that's going to really do anything but we do have some great leadership there that I hope will make it into office at some point. And uh, so if this ban, so so right now they have a ban and it's until the end of the year. 
And so they're voting on should they extend the ban, and the ban is that they do not want any rec sales at all. Yep, no shops. No, no shops. recreational and PBD. No shops. Um, you know, just looking at uh, that, there's also some thought that if they do ban it, there may be a push to actually put it on the ballot again to get PBD citizens to vote. Mm -hmm. Now that it's legal, do you want a rec shop? Because that vote may be different than right. the vote that actually voted it down by a small vote last time. And can I just say, do you think I do that? didn't vote for that went in 2016. You didn't vote for recreation? No, but you I didn't. Want it now. Because I want it now. Right. Yeah, I absolutely and do you think want it would, it now. Do you think it should go on the ballot again if it doesn't pass? If, 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 if the ban passes, if they banned it, should now there be a vote? Uh, for the whole for the whole for the state? city for the city over oh, the city so like they, sure if, I think yeah. they because I know Do that they owe it to I the know voters right yeah the point, mayor really is using up. data um, based on the voting you know data in 2016 well I know for a fact because I was one of the people that didn't vote for rec recreational and now I've changed my mind because I educated myself well and, I don't and, understand how someone also sees people functioning highly functioning with um, medical extreme medical conditions on heavy doses of cannabis and yet they're thriving they're right, doing exactly. exceptionally well and they're not drugged out right. and these same lawmakers say bravo that's awesome yeah. and yes maybe that would be one of the alternatives for the opioid crisis they, they at the same around. time yeah. they're going to talk out of the other side they want to turn around and say that's and have reefer madness and say that if you do it for recreational you're a totally more deviant person that's what they try to do i'm it's, the same freaking person whether i enjoyed the joint or whether I took it because right, exactly. I needed it to get through an hour of pain. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Exactly. They sound so No, he nuts. believes that the vast majority of people, and, and he wrote that in his letter, you know, the vast majority of voters in Peabody feel feel the same way he does and so he has the power of his convictions and he feels like the majority of people don't want it in Peabody. Um, I've found the more you talk to people and explain <laughs> that there is a dispensary that I visit myself and um, and it's like you said it's just right down the end of uh, Howley Street there uh, going towards towards Salem right. and that's where I go and so I'm bringing my money to Salem and supporting Salem commerce in, in Salem and um, and that's money that I would rather spend in Peabody I would honestly rather spend in PBD if it meant more money going towards schools or our water or development in downtown PBD, which is a mess, you know. And and these are big, big issues that could be solved with just a little bit of opening of their mind, and they just can't and won't. They're almost like just too every stubborn. time I hit a pothole, it throws my fibromyalgia into a total tailspin, and I just want to like. I, I'm not a suey person, you know, like, it just... You couldn't handle Boston But, like, I would just that. love to be you able to win a lawsuit against the state and say, you know what? You cause models. me pain every day because you're incompetent. You said you were going to use Proposition 2.5 taxes. You were going right. to use lottery taxes. Everything was supposed to go to the roads. But we can't drive down the street without getting shook and bounced around oh, like we're on Don't a break that screen, Donna. Oh, <laughs> like we're on a roller coaster. All right, listen, ride. listen. We we got a comment. I got to respond to uh, my girlfriend, Base Rock Kamalita, is up there. She said, "Isn't the owner of Boston Calling the new owner of the EMF building?" Is he? Good question, Carm. Um, I do not believe so. There is some kind of uh, 
relationship, but I do not believe so. Like we found out from, uh, if I'm wrong, someone from the EMF community can correct me. I would definitely appreciate that. We'll find out for sure. Tom's answering maybe yes, but I've heard differently. I heard that he there was a letter that he was pitching Boston Calling, uh, so he definitely is pro Boston Calling. But he's also the uh, head of the uh, Harvard Square association or whatever that name yeah, is. Yeah, Harvard so, Square Business Association. Yeah. So he's got a lot of ties and uh you know the EMF building, uh just an update on that. I'm glad Carm brought it up because we used to be over there in Cambridge and all the art you know, we had to move because of this uh business owner who bought the building and and you know basically wants to kick us all out and we moved here to Brighton now. We're in a new studio um under the same, you know, under the same group, uh same owners. But uh you know, different owner of the real estate, let's put it that way. And uh, now all the tenants, all the artists are being evicted. Uh, we, we were hoping that wasn't going to happen. We were hoping the city of Cambridge would step up and maybe buy the building. That's not happening. It looks like the city manager of Cambridge really didn't have any interest in helping the artist. I'm really kind of disappointed in the city council on this because I feel like if you're not able to buy the building, offer Ruby Rose Fox five grand to move her piano. Like, offer these artists some money so that they can find a new space, so that they can move their equipment, so that they can move a grand piano, a baby grand piano. That ain't that happening. children were using, <laughs> that children were being educated on. Like, this is small change. You could actually help. Uh, I don't see them helping at the artists at all. A lot of the artists are going to actually be protesting. There's a festival. I think it's, it was it today or is it tomorrow? It's coming up. Do you know, Tom? You're the music guy. You don't uh, know. You know. Yeah, I don't know. You don't know where it is. Okay. But uh, you should look that up. There's a group, um, EMF, uh, Save EMF on uh, Facebook, and they're going to be doing a protest at the music festival that the owner of the EMF building, uh, he organizes. He, he pretends he's a big uh, supporter of the arts, mm. and local bands are performing, and they're not being paid. And he's taken a place away where all the bands record music, where they rehearse, so he can profit. There's no place to play. Uh, there's no place to practice. There's no way for them to be paid. He wants to profit all of, off of all that and pretend that he's a patron of the arts. So uh, definitely, uh, I want to make commentary on that. Uh, I'm not a huge Boston Calling fan. I got to be honest with you. Uh, you know, someone want to report on it and call in today uh, with a station tie-in. I was happy to do that. I, I, I like to support uh, people who are hustling and uh, the station especially. But myself, I, I'm just not a big fan of Boston Calling because it's all those big national artists for a lot of money that I think uh, should go to local artists. Like, I, I'd rather see people, you know, pay 20 bucks or 10 bucks and go to a local show, you know, and, and, and the local festivals. There are a lot of local festivals. Uh, that's what I'm into anyways, but uh, that's just my... my Keeping my, it local. My, yeah. You know, I, I should ask them one more question. Who are the local bands that actually performed at Boston Calling? I'm sure there were a couple, but... Uh, we're off track anyway. Last time I went in the waterfront to a concert was the B-52s. Oh, my God. Right. Uh. We're all over the place today. <laughs> We're all over the... Uh, Jack? Yeah, there you go. What's the name of the group? You want to read it for me, Jacqueline? Uh, it's Occupy, the 11th annual Make Music Harvard Square Festival. It's going to be June 16th at 2 p.m. You are awesome. That's exactly what I was looking for. We'll be there. You're my co-host now. You'd be my co-host? Yeah. So th that is, can you read what they're going to be doing too? There's kind of an explanation sure. of it as well. 
It says, if the president of the Harvard Square Business Association decides to go ahead with this plan of evicting the EMF music and arts community, then let's vigorously exercise our First Amendment rights at the HSBA's music festival on June 16th. Save the EMF music and arts community from eviction. Awesome. So please come and show your support. Right thank you. Shout out to Steve. That's Steve Underick that's organizing that. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Jacqueline. You're welcome. Uh, you're with, say the name right so I don't get it right. You're with yoga? What is it? <laughs> Bong Yoga. Bong Yoga. AKA, AKA, AKA Bong Yoga. Bang! You could say Bong with a bang. Bong. Bong. Bong it up, yeah. Mike. Bong it up. <laughs> My cat's name is Bong. Yeah. Really? Oh, it yeah. is? Yeah. <laughs> the article, it's, uh, what do you read it? Bang yourself. Wow. That's a new one. There's all kinds of cannabis play, but this, that's a new one. I've never heard of that one. 617 903 There's, I don't know, there were some other things I want to talk about today. Do you, do you have some ideas of what you want to talk about, Donna? About news, like even what's going on. Are you going to the Freedom Rally this year? Of course. You are? Yeah, it's a family tradition. Yeah. We really enjoyed ourselves last year. We were really down to earth, just hung on blankets like we wanted to, and just, you know, a bunch of joints rolled and seeing people you want to see and avoiding people you don't want to. What happens, <laughs> what happens when people want to punch you in the head because you tell them <laughs> too much truth on the show? Oh, I don't know. I'm an old lady. I think I get some. Yeah, but me, I'm talking about me, not you. They want to beat, <laughs> be, beat you up all the time. I know. So should I just not no, go? No, but they also expect you to still show. It's yeah. like, you know. I don't think I'm going, though. I got too much work. I'd rather work. I don't know. I'm over it. No. Three day event. Oh. You can't yeah. just like stop in. No. No. <laughs> it's I do the dogs. I might stop in. Yeah. 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 I've just I've done too many Boston I'll Freedom Rallies. KOP would be very disappointed. No, he wouldn't. He, he took a year off, and I supported him on it. Remember, he retired, right? You remember? Yeah. That? yeah. And I think I'm at the same point. You know, if they really, I'll, I'll tell you, if they really want me there, they can get me. But it's not. You know, it's just whatever. Yeah, I think there's been a certain erosion to some extent in the community. So. As <laughs> soon as there was a lot of green on the line, people tend to disperse to little microcosms of uh, cliques that, and people like me and you who don't generally gravitate to quickie things like or games. that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time for it. Way. <laughs> I don't have time for it. No, I, I don't got time either. to be blunt though on Facebook and, and no. uh, on my show and I, they, some people don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I mean, sorry. I'm trying I get to be nice. A day. I'm trying I to be really positive for now. Through a day yeah. like, you know, I don't know how my health is in a week. I can't rely on it enough to like sit there and and I don't let any of it anymore get me going. If I do, I call Mike. Mm -hmm. Mike and I will have like an hour shout out on the phone, and it's right. like cathodic. And then afterwards, we're like, okay, Kamalita is <laughs> back on the Facebook live. She said Ruby Rose Fox. So she's referring to that about the uh, Boston Colin thing again. I, I remember Ruby Rose Fox posted that, uh, but I don't. I think later it turned out that uh, he's not the actual owner of the event. Okay, so we'll just put it that way. Hmm. But he does have tie-ins. We got to be accurate, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know Carm's trying to make sure we're accurate, but we usually are. Sometimes we're not. If we're not, we'll get corrected. 
it's okay. 617-903-7464 is the phone number. We're not ignoring it, definitely not. I mean, uh, I, I hate the uh, owner of that EMF building and what he's doing. Mm. You know, I think that he just, no heart, you know, not even trying, not even trying. What? Yeah. From Cambridge. It's pretty much a Grinch. Oh, uh, Carmelita said she tried to tag her for the answer. That's okay. We don't have to bother Ruby Rose Fox on it today. It's not a big deal. If we're wrong, we'll find out and put something up on it. Not the first time we've been wrong. No. It's funny, you know, the worst one, I I don't want to talk about it anymore because the person doesn't like it. We had a city council correct something that uh, happened on this show. Just a random thing that came up. There was a wrong fact about an ice raid in Somerville. There were no ice raids that day. No. Oh, no. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> it wasn't me. I was the one questioning it, too. Funny. So we, we try not to do any fake news. 617-903-7464. And people, you know, you have people on the show, you bring them on, guests, and then they throw out crap, and they get mad at you for saying, that's bullshit. Like, <laughs> this is what I don't get. Like, if you come on the show, you should, like, you know, be ready to... Bring your A game, especially if you're going to bring up stuff like that. That's kind of dodgy. I don't know. Am I right? Yeah. You got to know your facts. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know your facts, there's appropriate ways to just be like, yeah. 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 (laughs) I'm not sure about this. This We heard this from some guy who's the uncle of this other guy. And you know how that is. And then maybe you can blurt it out. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. But when you say this is definitely happening in Somerville, (laughs) because one person told me or. And it turns out not to be. <laughs> but we won't say who that is. Some people already know, I'm sure, on our Facebook page. It's hot in here, though, isn't it? Yeah. It it's is. Hot tonight. It is. 92 no, so, degrees or something. Yeah. It is like 90, not like 100 degrees today in here. Yeah. Tom's looking at the door over there. Glowingly in the other room, it's air conditioner. <laughs> right. So I think we may wrap this up early today. What time is it, Tom? I don't have a clock in front of it me. It is 7.02. 7.02, okay, so... We got plenty of time if we want to talk about more stuff. But uh, one thing I want to talk about today is money. Uh, I think the stock market is on fire. I think there's some real opportunities. I'm back investing. And uh, Calvin, who comes up on the next show, said I should start talking about money. I used to be a financial advisor. I am not uh, licensed now. I used to be a Series 7 licensed financial advisor. Life accident and health life insurance. I had a FAR. uh, uh, I forget what it's called. FINRA. You know, uh, the other one where you can actually manage money, all that stuff. I was managing a lot of money, but I, th- I think the big thing right now is some of these areas of technology are on fire. And the average person is not, especially people who are under 30, they're not investing in it. They're not investing in 401ks. They're, they're putting money in their savings account. They saw what happened in 2008, and I feel for them because that's kind of why I got out of the, that industry. But... This, I'm telling you right now, I see this as an opportunity of a lifetime. Some people will say, what do you mean? It's already happened. Isn't it kind of late? No, it's not too late. I think this is the very beginning. I think there's some great places you can be investing right now. I like Micron, MU. I'm going to say that. Uh, there's an easy way for novices to invest right now on your phone. Um, a bunch of different ways. One, I'm, I'm touting and hyping because I'm using it. It's called Robinhood. It's an app you can download. And I can send you a link. You can, you know, one of the best things about uh, downloading and setting it up and, and getting your checking, you know, bank account linked to it is that they give you a free share of stock. Nice. And it's not in their company. It's in, you know, it's it's kind of like a lottery. 
you got a one in a, a hundred or one in four hundred, whatever the chances, a win a, a share of Facebook stock, which is really oh. valuable. Yeah. But you know, more than likely, you're gonna get you know a share of Groupon or a share of Sprint, you know, worth four or five bucks, nothing big, but it gets you started. And it just for signing up. And if you use my referral, I also get a share for you signing up. And so then you can refer your friends too, and your friends and family that are interested in this, especially if they don't have any experience, or even a broker that already has a brokerage account but looking to maybe you know trade smaller shares. There's no fees to buy single shares of stock. You can't do that in a brokerage account. I have a brokerage account for my bigger trades, but I can't buy single shares of trade of stock for no fees. This is Robinhood. It's amazing. I would check it out. I highly recommend it. It's a good way to start. Uh, and buy some single shares. Buy a single share of Facebook. Buy a single share of Google, Amazon, uh, MU, Micron. WWE is one stock that I own that I, that's gone through the roof. I, there are stocks out there. I would definitely be invested. I'd be looking for dividends. Everyone wants the penny stocks, the marijuana stocks. Those are really risky. I would go for stocks that have actually dividends and growths. Uh, Disney is another stock. You can buy stocks like that. You know, there's so many Apple Buy some shares. I'll put a link in this video, uh, in this live broadcast later on, and you can uh, sign up for it on my referral. You get a free share of stock if you want. I think it's a great way to start investing. Um, and it's not even, you know, some people are asking, can I roll over my retirement account into this? I wouldn't. I would just keep your separate retirement account. This is extra money. You know, this is after tax. This is not even retirement money. You know, it's my get rich money kind of. It's my fun <laughs> money. It's my get. I don't go to the you know lottery. I don't go to the casino. This is my little casino. You know, don't go crazy. But it, it, the big thing about saving and investing, especially stocks, for the most part, is long term investing. When I would sit down with someone, when they had say, you know, two hundred fifty thousand, a half a million, a million dollars. And they're just a working slob now, keep in mind, you know, whether they were the president of the hospital or uh, the custodian who cleaned up this, you know, slop, <laughs> or if they were a doctor or a nurse or, you know, there's all levels of, of uh, people that I would manage their money, you know, from the director of the hospital. And it was hospitals, it was higher ed, colleges, it was uh, public works, it was even sometimes police officers. We were managing a lot of those 403B type plans. And what I would notice is that a lot of folks would have sometimes a million dollars, a half a million dollars, and I'd be like, wow, that person is just, they're a custodian. They, they're making like 40 grand a year, and they've been doing the same job for 30 years, and that's why they have so much money. When you would look at it, you'd say, you know, you could see the amount that they invested, 100 grand, and now they had 750. It's because the money was in there for so long. It becomes a tipping point, and that's usually around 10 years. And then when you have your money in 20, 30 years, that's when it really blasts off. And you can become a millionaire being an average person just saving over a long time, especially in index funds and especially in the stock market. Mm. So I recommend that. I always recommend the long-term buy and hold. But this may be a market right now that we see like a 300, like a, the, the Dow is now at 25,000 or whatever it is, right? It may go to the 75. Like we may see something on the upside that we've never seen before. And if it hits that much and you get that much gain over a short period of time, you better lock it in, sell it, and then wait till it crashes because that's what will happen. Like eventually, and why I'm so optimistic right now is most people are not in the stock market. We've had good gains. The market is back. And it's going to be for the foreseeable future because we've had tax cuts and we have these new technologies that are, that are off the charts. And the revenues are there. So... 
you got to start investing. I'm telling people, get in now. Buy small shares. It will pay off. That's my spiel today. I don't know about money. I, do. I feel, I think that working class people need to take advantage. This isn't for the rich guys. This yeah. is for... They can't rely on Social Security. And if you're someone that has 50, 100 grand in a 401k, and it's in a money market, or it's all in bonds, it's a wicked safe, you are at risk. You may lose money. You don't even realize, because if... The market triples or quadruples. You just lost all that buying power. Believe me. So there's a risk in the safe investment. you got to make sure you have some money in the market right now. I'm telling you. Mm. Promise you. And it's going to be a lot of volatility. That's my prediction. A lot of ups and downs. A lot of chances to buy in. And a lot of chances where people will say, you know, stay away. I, I think it's a time to get in. I really do. I can't say it enough right now. But buy the quality stuff. Don't buy... Don't go to the cheap junk stuff that you don't know what it is. Like people are always going for the ones that are like, you know, I could buy a thousand shares for a penny. It's a cannabis stock. It's Mm-mm. usually those are pump and dump. They're scams. They're not real. You know, get buy the stocks that actually have real earnings. Is my advice. Well, the stuff you know, the stuff you use every day. I mean, and the cost is so low to trade now. When I used to trade a lot more, the cost was much higher. The cost is four ninety five on an average brokerage account. And with this, what I'm talking about, this Robinhood, there's no cost. I can buy None. one share of Micron today. I can buy one share of Facebook today. No cost. Yeah, that's great. So it's all profit if it goes up. It's it's amazing. Anyone can get in now. So I definitely suggest that. I'm going to post it in a link. Uh, I'm going to start talking more about money on the show, I think, because money's important. People need to be making yep. money. You need money to buy weed. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Especially in the medical variety. And you need money for politics. The other thing, I I send money to Tito Jackson and other folks like that. I want to support candidates. Oh, yeah. And what's the dinner cost? $500, $1,000, No, to any of the political candidates. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're ridiculous. I also want to say we have a Patreon page that you can uh, support us on. The Young Jerks, we always need your money. We put it to good use. We advertise. We promote our show. um, And we're invested in the station. We're going to bring bringing you a lot more. We're working on uh, a big uh, video about the Young Jerk show and about how it's been around for like four years and no Boston media has really done the story on the show at all. Wow. Maybe we're the competition a little too much. We put no money into the show and we have a following. We got a history. We've had some huge guests. So we're going to tell that story. Keep at it. Uh, we're it's going to have just, a professional media company who's going to be producing it. looks like we're talking to them right now. Uh, friends of that, theirs and... We know what needs to get done. We have a lot of the footage, so we're about to put together a, a nice little kind of video movie bio of the show, uh, so that you know future well, guests. Well, in the pot community, many people who are well respected on the um, circuit of uh, education, like at the conferences, Freedom Rally, all started here. Nobody knew who they were until they either interned at the Young Jerks or came and did the show. So, I mean. You've had uh, quite the impact on the medical marijuana and the legalization community. And politics and market basket right. and like... Uh, oh, market basket. Market yeah, basket. I remember really? that one. And, um, what was that kid's name? Dan the Man. Dan the Man. And some other things too. I mean, uh, John Nadoni, you know, him, him getting his license back as a medical doctor. Exactly. Yeah. First place oh. that Bobo Bell talked about his medical use of cannabis, a living legend here in yep. Boston. Right. NECC. Right here. So yep. we've got to tell that story fully. I mean, people who have been following know the story, but I, I think this will kind of put it to a new audience. Right. 
Yeah. We're very excited. Uh, we're the Young Jerks. We're every Saturday at 6 p.m. If you haven't liked us on Facebook, uh, I just want to ask Rita, Rita Murray, yes. what, do you, what do you think is going to happen in Peabody? Because uh, um, I'm worried. Are you I'm, guys going to make the right decision or not? In I'm trying to be optimistic, but I don't think it's going to happen this year. It's sad. And I'll just keep going to Salem. And the dispensary in Salem, I think they applied for a recreational no, they license. Definitely. Too. ATG is going ATG. forward with it. And there may be another one, too, in downtown Salem. So it looks like Salem Salem's going to have, uh, and there's several uh, bids uh, for dispensaries on Highland Ave in Salem. So Salem is going to have several Great. medical, and they're going to have several recreational in Salem. And all that money's going to go towards the Salem school system right. and their And the amazing thing is, is when you hear certain towns, like I'm from Sharon originally, and when I ever heard Foxborough wouldn't, but yet they have the stadium and more beer goes through there, and they have an enormous amount of uh, liquor stores. Oh, yeah. It's like ridiculous. PBD just got, I think, another 10, maybe it's 20, I don't know, but on liquor licenses. But it's okay to have 60 liquor licenses, but not one pot shop. It doesn't make any sense at all. And especially when Salem is right there. And Lynn is going to have them as well. So yep. <laughs> surrounding you, and, and Marblehead looks like it's pretty open. So if anyone wants to open in Marblehead Mass, that's probably another location. So right all around Peabody, but not Peabody? Not Peabody. And when but they we, see we the also, revenues that the come got from it. Exactly. One, it's and you know, like you have to be like the first one in. Yeah. You know, they're, they're thinking, we'll play the wait and see game. Right. This is Massachusetts, New England. We love witch hunts. As soon as there's no money on the table in Peabody, they are going to come out with their pitchforks and the mayor and whoever didn't vote for it as the money just flows into the neighboring towns. Right. They are going to be run out by the pitchforks. And that's the problem with Peabody is that it's always kind of been a less than community. You know, like, oh, Marblehead. I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't going to say it. No, but seriously, you know, you know, kind of exclude Lynn from that, but um, you know, I grew up in Peabody, and so, you know, it was always Beverly's better, Danvers better, right. you know, Salem and Marblehead and Swampskit, and then Peabody. You know, I wasn't proud Linfield. of, yeah, and Linfield, even Linfield, right. you know, they, they have a, what I would call like kind of a chip on their shoulder, you know, and it's like, what's wrong with Peabody? Why can't I be proud of being here and, um, and seeing our politicians doing the right thing by the people who live here why well, i don't want to be an also ran come you know an also ran city i want to be number one i want people to want to come here and shop downtown and stay here and eat in our restaurants but you know and they they scratch their heads about downtown peabody what are we going to do what are we going to do nobody it's just a drive-through community now and by not lifting this ban they're just ensuring that it's going to continue to be sure. a drive-through community. Do you think eventually they'll change their mind? Like, mm. you know, five years down the line? Yeah, maybe five years down the line. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I think there's hope. Uh, sharing their stories and, yeah, you know, and but being responsible. Exactly. But people are afraid. They're afraid to talk. And That's I, the thing. Like, the, the education, where they're going to start taking money recreational, some of that money needs to be allocated for education. Absolutely. I mean, I, I have no problem sharing my story, but it would be difficult to travel all across the state and stuff like that. These people should be reimbursed. I mean, right. but they also don't really ask. You don't really see lawmakers or politicians really reaching out, you know, in Q 
huge numbers to speak to many of the patient advocates. That's too bad. Um, they'll pick a few, like the commissions that they appoint, and that will be their one sounding board um, that they either get their information mm -hmm. from or whatever. It's it's really unfortunate. It is. It is. And you can't be out of touch with the, view, with the voters. You can't be. You know, you can't run a city the size of Peabody and not have an awareness of what, you know, both sides of the issue, you know, both sides of the equation. I don't think saying. they're looking at the full picture. Would Not at rather, all. Rather, I mean, like, they, every municipality ha has some guilt um, and participation in the opioid addiction. They all blindly watched as pharmaceutical companies convinced every doctor's office exactly. that for anything from bursitis Here, to whatever, Here, you should that. be on yeah, exactly. a hardcore narcotic. Um, and they all sat there and watched it. And not once do they think, um, rarely do they think half of their drivers or half of their citizens are going around in a zombie state. Yeah, because taking Klonopin, even, you know, medication, opioids. And they don't blame or attribute anything to that. But the sense no. something happens with cannabis, they're all over it, giving it the negative aspect. They don't really try to figure out that if there took that portion of society that would be on Klonopins or Xanax or, you know, all, all, the whole host of them right. um, and put them on cannabis, Adderall. they're going to have more people going out to dinner, mm -hmm. more people wanting to dance because they can move their goddamn hip. Absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, it's just the, the amount of downtown revitalization is endless. If you exactly. get those people off of booze, and pills. Right. But so. no, so here's a community too, though. They have these pop up, basically cocktail hours, mm -hmm. you know? Like Boston. And, yeah. And so they have these, you know, they open open up the streets and people can go and, and drink alcohol. And they have to drive home too. Let's right, just point that right. out, which just doesn't make any sense, but um, because there's not really any transportation does the, does within the city. Does the mayor city. of Peabody drink alcohol? Um, I can't. I can't. We need to speak find out. To we that. need to check his social media. That might be. Uh, no, he's a good family man. He's a good yeah. guy, yeah. you know. And I think he probably means well, but he's, he's misinformed. Yeah, but we were all here, old enough and wise enough. Well, most of us um, to know that um, those who preach the loudest and the most um, righteous tend to have really? the yeah. scariest closets. So I, I really don't even go there. Like you know, I I, I do. I don't let Why anybody. Not? I don't let anybody look at me. Be, I'm beneath them because I'm a cons cannabis consumer. Right. Like don't even try to go. But there. But they do that. They try to do that. But and, yeah, and we just and, have and to push back me, because that's I mean, insulting in so many ways. We and don't even it's, have to deal it's with it. Derogatory. I don't, I don't, it yeah, is derogatory. We're done with that. People yeah. calling. You know, people saying, "Oh, why do we want potheads? Why do we want you know?" That's stoners? discrimination. And and, and, and I, I look at them and I'm like. Why, do we, want bigotry? Why yeah. do we want bigotry? That's right. what I turn around and say to them. Right, but that they're saying, saying, are you always the bigots? Community are you a bi like, can I just pick on you because you're like wearing a hat or <laughs> you're just, uh, I don't know. I don't like the color of your, your shirt you're wearing. Right. And I just hate anyone wearing a red shirt. I don't like but yet marijuana. they'll go and crack open the, you know, the like Pinot the smell Grigio. Of I don't like the smell of cabbage. I, I think that people have. I mean, exactly. Who gives a crap? Right? I think people have I mean, gone to such extremes trying to control their environment, um, thinking that the more they control it, the stronger they are, or the more they safe, or whatever they feel complete. I don't know. 
but in, instead of embracing, we, we constantly, constantly make these little microcosms right. of like Peabody's here. It's and, you too, know, we're ins- not like it's insular, you know, and, and this is a, it's a new day. Uh, you know, everybody knows everything about everyone around the world at the exact moment that That's it happens. That's what makes them even look so much dumber. It's <laughs> yeah. the fact that you can Google any of it. And I'm like, I'm Googling it. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> like, it, it's, but, you it's know, a even joke. Seth Moulton, our, our, um, um, congressman came a couple weeks ago and spoke in Peabody and uh, I, I found about it out I mean, about Boehner. it. I mean, Boehner. is a lobbyist for pot now. Come on. Hello. And Fall Seth, in Mo- line. Seth Moulton Hello. said straight out, you know, uh, Ed Betancourt, Ted, Teddy Betancourt is making a mistake. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Seth Moulton thinks Peabody should go forward with recreational cannabis. Yes. Uh, I also want to note that uh, news came out this week. Our friend Tito Jackson we were just yeah. hanging out with last week at his party, uh, the, the Tito Looks roast. Fun. Yeah. Tito had an event today. He was giving out turkeys. I want to get invited to that next year. Yes, Tito was giving out turkeys today. But wow. Tito has also uh, just announced that he's going to be a CEO and running some diversity programs for cannabis uh, as you know, one of the big uh, national cannabis firms, Sea Hunter, I believe it is. There's a couple different names. It's uh, whatever you call them, subsidiaries or. Yeah, different shell companies but mm. uh congratulations to tito jackson yeah. as well congratulations yeah that was tito. great yeah and uh, i also want to uh happy birthday we're gonna we're gonna head out today we're just gonna do this one segment but i want to say happy birthday to donna hackett yeah tomorrow we'll sing happy birthday on the way out to you <laughs> yeah how's that sound I don't make people sing happy we're gonna anyways we will <laughs> and bang bang is that right bang, bang yoga bang yoga how yeah. do people find out about your classes? And uh, you know what? I'm really good with the social media. Uh, or you can email me, Bong Yoga. And you spell B-H-A-N-G. Yes. Yoga. Uh, Instagram, Facebook. I'm going to be running with the Massachusetts Recreational I saw uh, that. Consumer uh-huh. Councils for the yeah. Freedom. Uh, Freedom Run Freedom 5K. Run. If you're on yeah. Facebook with any of us, so. you'll see her, yes. you'll see him, you'll see me. Well, <laughs> yeah, we just recently that, became like friends, so mm-hmm. we're gonna yeah. we're gonna catch up with each Running other. Running in the name mm-hmm. of Freedom to Smoke, you know. When when is that? Well, uh, June fifth, so right around the corner. I well, gotta get. What, like what a time is not it? muggy. I'm not sure. Probably like an afternoon. I gotta. I'm wondering if I could do it. Well, yeah, if you can't run, just come cheer us on. I'd be catching you. Want dogs? Of course, you'd be able to do that legal. Can I, like, smoke a joint while I'm I mean, running I'm the whole 5K? Pack it you Packing out. Yeah. Like, uh, I, the finish line's pretty close, but, you know, I just want to take a second and roll a joint here. But how about running into you, the you, finish line, blazing? I'll be, like, rolling joints. 617-903-7464 <laughs> <six, laughs> <one, laughs> if you want to leave a comment real quick or on our Facebook page. Maybe we'll uh, read them back. Uh, we're the Young Jerks. Next week we have a guest to... Uh, uh, coming in confirmed, we know uh, from Canada Docs. He's also a an attorney. He's the attorney for Canada Docs. Michael. Michael, but he's uh, also the reason he's coming in. He's running for uh, Suffolk County District Attorney as a Republican. So we're going to talk to him next week. He's definitely cool on cannabis. Uh, going to be an interesting show with him next week, live in studio. Looking forward to that. Riccio will be at BB. Uh, will be back. Okay. 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 He's gone today. It's a shame. Okay. You missed him today. Okay. 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 Does he say okay a lot? Okay. Oh, it's, it's okay. Every time. okay. 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 Oh, my. Okay. <laughs> that was like a 90s thing. I don't miss it. Well, okay. 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 
Okay, 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 okay. Joe Pesci. Yeah, right. Richie O. You gotta love Richie O, though. Six. I miss Richie O today. I, I have no one to yell at today. It's kind of a boring show. You were looking yeah. forward to seeing him? I'm, yeah, I'm oh, curious see me yell to, at him. to see that you. Too. Yeah. That too? <laughs> You're looking for Richie that's, O. That's the best part of it. He's going to be happy that Jackie's <laughs> looking for him. <laughs> we're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us if you haven't yet. Support us on Patreon. Pa- we're giving away t-shirts if you want one. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. You just have to give us $4.20. Pledge to it. We'll send you a t-shirt. When you do that, you just send me your your address. You send me your T-shirt size, and we'll ship it right out to you. That's great. Okay. Yeah, you want a Young Jerks T-shirt? Definitely. Shirt, yeah. Yeah, we'll give you one right now. What, what size are you? Small. Small. You got one. Yeah. We'll go in the back here. Uh, yeah, we'll be. I want to thank all the guests. I want to thank Donna Hackett again for coming in. Always. Will you sign in the back? Me. He's been sitting in the back. Yeah. Rob, do you want to say hi too? It's a family affair. He drove Donna in. He's a cultivator. <laughs> Yeah, no, I told him we had to come in. He was like, jumped in the He's car. ready to go? Yeah, he's ready to go. <laughs> Will we get something Anytime. to medicate on in a second after we're done? That, yeah, that's, yes, that's a definite. Parking lots are our favorite thing. Yeah, after <laughs> the breaks in the show. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at any pot activist Facebook page, you'll see blah, 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 at this convention, blah, 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 at that convention, parking lot, parking lot. And you're always lot. in those pictures. <laughs> you're always in those pictures. I'm in the... Yeah. Dab it! Yeah, I that. <laughs> and I also want to thank our, our, our other guest. I want her, say, her to say the name so I don't screw it up again. It's, Rita, um, Marie. Rita Marie Cavicchio. Vecchio. I do you. have a blog. It's really, it hasn't uh, featured anything about the whole uh, medical marijuana, but it will be soon. Um, it's at, uh, if I don't, you don't mind. Um, no, it's definitely. MissRitaToTheRescue.com. I would so love to see it. I, I do a lot of food <laughs> and a lot of crafts and a lot about corgis and my wonderful Oh my son. God, corgis. Yeah, I love dogs. They're, they're my thing. Oh. <laughs> they're my I thing. Bet, do you have pictures? Oh yeah. Oh, oh I yeah. gotta check it out. Lots of pictures and always I like your writing friends. too. Like that's the other, you, you had a nice, like you wrote on that, uh, Facebook group, like you know your your thoughts on this cannabis, yeah. and I and I was like, oh, I gotta invite her. And Thank you. So you, yeah. you definitely have a way of words and writing. I write better probably than I speak, but um, but yeah, you know, I have a lot. I think a lot about these issues, and and I, I think, think everybody well should. Too. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you this was easier than you thought, right? Yeah, <laughs> much, much. But that's because of all these great other personalities. Yeah. yeah. It's like the woman's yeah. show today. Yeah. yeah. You uh, feel uh, special. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel special? No, that's why he's been all like. <laughs> that's why he hasn't yelled. Yeah. I'm like, when does this guy <laughs> yell? He's so he's nice. like, I'm Rhea gets one. Yeah, I mean, I'm come surrounded. on. <laughs> <laughs> got, yeah, totally different dynamic. Me and the ladies today. Mm-hmm. All the yeah. ladies and me. Yeah, we'll have to do it again sometime. Yeah, I'd love to pick some brains here and find out more because, like I said, I'm a baby in this and I don't know anything about the politics and the. But I see what I see and I say what I say, you know. And I'm I'm trying to just be nice about it, but being firm. I hope you uh, keep us updated too on what's going on. I will. So, They're so I'm out of touch. Peabody, it's they ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. Really, really. They should just be weed chains. You know what I said too when I, <laughs> after seeing some of them speak. This is going to sound awful, but I'm going to do my shock jock thing. The ladies can temper me down, maybe. But I said, you know, PB might have to wait for some of these city councilors to die. 
Absolutely. But they might not be waiting too long. Right? <laughs> That's right. There was a guy that spoke at one of the I'm just saying. Meetings. I'm yeah. just saying. Well, well, that, know, may be, that may like be part that. of the problem. That is something that <laughs> like, like, you know, people have to talk about is the fact that some of these people are way too old. They're just too they're old. Out of they touch. don't get it. They're, they're, out out of touch. Touch. they're stuck in Things World were different. War II. Things were different when they were kids. 37 cents or whatever. It's I mean, I'm pretty old, too. And I can't imagine some of these other guys. They've been on the... They're, they're antiques. Yeah. They need to they know step down. And they yeah, they, they don't but know experts anybody on it. even they're experts. 20 years old. <laughs> you know, the funniest thing is one of the guys, too, who's really an old guy speaking, one of the city councilors, he was sitting there saying that he had he had no evidence to prove that there wasn't such thing as a gateway effect All anymore. Right. And then Bill Flynn, who's the president of Mass Can Normal, uh, he had a mass grass print publication uh, in his hand, great. and on the front cover was a study from my friend Miriam Boweri, who is a professor, a big wig over at Bentley University, who who covers this stuff, who, who professionally writes about this stuff. And, and, and the article was discussing her thesis, whatever you call it, her doctorate, or her, her, her study that showed there was no gateway theory no. on cannabis. It was the funniest right thing. The guy was saying, his, I don't have right any evidence. Right in the middle of his little speech. Yeah, and he got handed to it and, and he, he said, like, well, I'll have to look oh, at this later. Yeah, oh, the oh, other oh, thing, oh, like oh. Dr. Umer, Danny Danko like from High Times, they all say counselors. it's an exit drug. Because if people like me who have multiple health positions do not know what that. it's like to exist without pain, right. have gotten off all prescriptions, gabapentin, you know, all from fibromyalgia drugs, lorazepam, you name it. I don't take them. I only use cannabis. And in order for that to happen, it can't be a gateway. Mm, citizens so, know yeah. that yeah. more than the counselors. It's or just you so could say stupid. it's a gateway to better health. health. It, is. it really is. You know? It's and a gateway to not having opiates. Like I exactly. was given opiates for my back injury when I first heard it. And the reason I'm not on opiates and the reason why I very rarely ever take even a Tylenol or an Advil, and I will occasionally take them if I really need them, and usually only one, uh, is because of cannabis. I mean, it's yeah. just daily. Um, I also want to thank Jacqueline uh, for being here. Thank you. Bong, bong yoga. Uh, yes. <laughs> Gateway to wellness, as Ethan likes to say, from homegrown Boston. Are you going um, to franchise this thing to like, because I seriously, I want to see something like that in Salem, Mass. Where, where, or <laughs> oh, why didn't you say Peabody? Peabody? You didn't say Peabody, know, right? I can come out to Peabody, do a private event. Yeah, um, that'd be great. I'm, I don't know about franchising it but uh, i want to traveling up there i, I definitely want to travel with it um you know i miss being able to sit like <laughs> <And> that <laughs> well come to my right? class come to uh, my class you yeah yoga session. helps a lot copy a oh i can do a split that's not the issue it's you the can do a split that, yes i can't you can show me we can show knees. things to each other <laughs> i go numb because of my neurological yeah. condition so like um, if i sit with my feet up for more than a few yeah. minutes yeah, pain and inflammation mm. became part of my life when I hit 25, and um, that's how I came. Well, to you have medical issues too. What are you? I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, doctors mm. couldn't figure it out, and they thought it was arthritis, and it wasn't that. Um, they thought I had carpal tunnel. It wasn't that. Um, it all kind of interrelates with, um, I guess, growing up, experiencing trauma, harboring pain in the body, and it coming out later. Um, so these are stories that we tend to tell in the two-hour sessions. So we all talk and communicate about what brought us to yoga and how cannabis um, and yoga work together to, you know, I, find I your way to heal. I always tell patients that have extreme conditions and that are re-entering, like, um, 
starting to get muscles uh, control back in areas that they they have lost it. Um, a, I always say baby steps, but I always say mm -hmm. medicate a good dose before you go embark on it because you are going to be much more fluid in your movements mm -hmm. and looser yeah, and, and uh, less stiff and you'll be able to accomplish more out of your workout than if you had not medicated prior to it. Exactly. No great so education. So you go away. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I'd love to have you like talk or something. Definitely. Anytime. Yes. Yes. No. Thank and you for having me. And I know that some people may not get that like I don't know the the rare people that don't get about cannabis. It's true. Like athletes work out with cannabis. I, I, every gym Absolutely. I've ever worked out in, there's always people who smoke up and then lift weights, and there's mm -hmm. a reason for that. And also, uh, MMA guys, wrestlers, which I was, a lot of wrestlers smoke cannabis and then work out. You get better workouts. You, you're you're. I actually it works I for do everything. that. It helps I do your that, endurance. And I am so. getting to the to the gym. I mean, I'm like you know old overweight middle-aged woman you know and and now i'm going swimming three times a week and i can swim for an hour and it's like heaven because i'm taking cannabis i would never do that before and it's so it's changing my life so managing your pain is mm -hmm. crucial when you live with chronic pain and it's bombarding you from a multitude of different you areas just be in tension a ball, neurological you, know? you need to medicate to the right level i mean my children over my journey from cancer chemo radiation hormone treatments my kids have seen me go from curled up in a ball with tears uncontrollably going down to my face. My son will smoke me happy. Right. He will That's put crazy. a smile on my face. He will keep it coming, whether it's hash, <laughs> bongs. Right. I mean, back in the day, I had a face mask. If that's what it took, Mama got it done. <laughs> I was, and that's how I learned to get more out of my day, right. be able to accomplish more tasks, work on getting out of a chair myself. Right. You know, um, and you know, I think that this is something because I'm a newbie. Um, I always thought you smoked and then you just wanted to sit on the couch and do nothing. And that was what yeah, people were relieving. But, but when you're in pain, it's kind of different. But to take, yeah. a, to take yeah. like, I, I do take CBD, but I also do um, sativa and, and uh, it's amazing in terms of my focus my my desire to be with other people never would i have done this kind of thing ever so for someone like me awesome. i have been consuming it all day every day for 10 years I no bad side effects hash. right so i it takes a lot for me to get through managing a day yep. um but if i do it the right way like i said using deeper cannabinoids like the coconut oil or and even the, the RSO, overnight thing i don't do overnight, the overnight thing um then i find myself actually scaling back on my actual consumption level of smoking or doing dabs throughout the day mm -hmm. but i mean i will do dabs throughout the day and actually the dabs actually uh, it's like we all joke it's the oil to the tin man when you're really tight and your body's all locked up and you feel like you have concrete in your joints yeah. a dab will do you that and I put on some Motown you know, but you and say you're that, and I don't even know what that is <laughs> it's just a VHO I it's don't honey it's I, I, I just stick is it with an joints oil old school but we're out of yeah, time yeah it is Donna yeah, wants, we'll wants to teach a class and uh an hour and a half show and we're out of here we're done we don't have 
nine weeks. No, she's so, already taught me a lot. There we go. Yeah, I taught her a lot. <laughs> like I know you it. did. Yeah. I schooled her. But, but I've schooled you. We, now we've opened her mind. I learned dab. some things too. Maybe we'll do a dab with her after. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But we uh, we we do got to go. We got uh, coming up at eight p.m. here at EMF Radio. We have Activist Hour with Monica Cannon Grant and Calvin Feliciano uh, coming up. It's a huge show. I love them every single week. Uh, at Can 8 we do a shout out to all our fallen heroes like KOP yeah. since it's Memorial Day weekend? Mickey right. Martin. Uh, we'll never forget their contributions, and uh, we wouldn't be here doing what we do, and all of the great things that have happened wouldn't have happened without their playing their part in the cannabis community. We, we wouldn't them. have a show without KLP here. That's I'll tell right. you that. We wouldn't be doing the Young Jerks. Uh, that's a fact. But uh, beyond that, too, I want to say Memorial Day weekend uh, to all the you know veterans. Veterans. Mm-hmm. I, you know, everyone wants to talk about the veterans who gave their lives, which I understand. That's awesome. There's a lot of veterans who are still here, who are right, right. here, like human beings. So like and suffering. That's the ones I, I'm really uh, try to focus on this weekend. Right. Yeah. You know the people that are. Right here, right now, veterans, a lot of them need medical cannabis. They can't afford it. The VA is not helping them. They'll give them all kinds of Oxycontin. We talk about that every week with Stephen Mandilli. Uh, they also need service dogs. I want to give a shout-out to my boy, uh, Josh Walker, uh, his company, uh, 1620 Gear. They're doing a veterans uh, fundraiser today, this weekend, 10% off all their gear. Uh, for rescue dogs for veterans as well. It's a rescue group that uh, you know gets uh, service turns you know dogs into service dogs for veterans. So awesome on that. Check them out. I got the hat on sixteen twenty words. Check that. Uh, I guess that's it. We're gonna we're gonna head out. It's really hot in here. We've it's had, hot we've been as hell. An hour and twenty five <laughs> minutes. So we're gonna go smoke and, and medicate and have fun. We're gonna take smoke a picture. Marijuana. I want to thank everyone again for coming. We're gonna sing Happy Birthday to Donna Hackett on the way out. <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> to you. Come on, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Donna Hackett, the best mom, cannabis mom. Cannabis mom. Awesome. <laughs> Oh Happy birthday, <laughs> dear Donna. Happy birthday to you. We cracked her. Thank you. a medical marijuana recommendation like I did, do what I did. CanacanDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, Mike can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacanDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacanDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical legal cannabis? CanacanDocs.com. Nine Massachusetts locations, Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot, Seekonk, also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York, it's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation, get legal, CanacareDocs.com. something to say, but you want to say it with your body, with ink, or piercing, get down to Stingray Body Art. 386 Cambridge Street in Austin Rock City, right next to O'Brien's Pub. Stingray Body Art, Boston's best tattoos, piercing, and permanent makeup.